0: This is Voices of Texas, the podcast featuring the most interesting Texans you've never heard of. Recording in Midland, Texas, here is your host, Matthew Hinman. Welcome to Episode 7 of Voices of Texas, the podcast about Texans. Glad you're back for another interesting Texan, and we'll get right into the program right after this. I'd like to take a few moments here to give some shout-outs to some different folks First, a big Texas howdy out to Richard and Kate Spicer way out west, and a special thanks and shout out to Margaret Ayala, who recently supported Voices of Texas by making a contribution over at Indiegogo. Keep in mind that the support for this podcast is from voluntary contributions from listeners like you. I don't have any sponsors yet, so if you are able to contribute, please visit VoicesOfTexas.com, click on the support link, and choose how you would like to donate. There are rewards for different levels of contributions. Thank you all for your support. Now back to the show. Some of us offer up a little of our time to volunteer. That is to help others in the community. I do it myself with my ministry and I volunteer the time recording this podcast. Not many of us can make a career out of volunteering. Well, my guest today is one of those who is taking on full-time volunteer work, assisting in disaster relief. My guest this episode is Cassie Castillo. Cassie, welcome to Voices of Texas.
1: Hey, Matt. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. And Cassie, you live over there in Brownwood, Texas. And originally, you had your path set on a career in graphic design. What changed for you?
1: Um. Well, I went to college up in the panhandle at West Texas A&M. And, um, halfway through I was walking to work and I was thinking, you know, this isn't really what I want to do. Um, but I was halfway done. And so I just decided to finish that up. Um, and so after I was done, after I graduated college, I, uh, got my retail job, which I had had since, you know, 2008. And, um, Just at the end of shifts, I would just ask myself, um, you know, what's the point of all this? Uh, and when I boiled it down, it was just to make money. Um, and I, I wasn't too comfortable with that. And so I decided that I wanted to reach out and, uh, do something that had a bigger purpose.
0: Well, I have to say it's quite a noble pursuit for someone young like yourself. And at your age, I'm sure you're still figuring out what your long-term goals are going to be, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I've got a few things that I want to do, um, but I'm not sure if that's going to lead into doing uh, long-term stuff or not. I don't know. I kind of just want to be a jack of all trades right now because I have no idea what that final outcome is going to be.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Well, now, you recently graduated from uh, a 10-month training program. And that's was primarily for disaster relief, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh the program was AmeriCorps in Triple C, which is the National Community Civilian Corps, uh, with FEMA Corps. So
0: Well, tell me more about FEMA Corps, what uh, what they do and uh and your involvement in that.
1: Okay, so it's a 10 month program um of uh young individuals such as myself. Uh for, uh, 18 to 24 year olds. And what we did, I was based in Sacramento. Um, and so I trained there for maybe about a month and a half. And then we had three projects after that. Um, the, I guess the purpose of FEMA Corps is to work with FEMA, um, to aid in natural disasters, um, that are federally declared. Um, my first project, I went to Washington state to help out with the Oso mudslide. And we did, we do administrative work sort of, um, and I was a logistics team. And so I set up a joint field office, uh, me and my team did, um, for like 200 FEMA employees, uh, And the Joint Field Office is where the national, state, and local government come together and work on efforts um, for that disaster. Um, Let's see, the second place I was, I just worked in a FEMA uh, distribution center where we actually got to see how everything was packed and where they kept everything in order to go to those uh, Joint Field Offices to the disasters. Um... Oh, and the third project that I had, we worked with the American Red Cross um, where we expanded Red Cross shelter capacity. Um, and we just rese- researched areas uh, to identify possible emergency shelters.
0: Wow. Well, that, that uh, mudslide, the Oso mudslide up in Washington State, that was uh, just March last year, mm-hmm. uh, 20, 2014. You know, some 43 people died. Up there, and you're you mentioned assisting with relief efforts as a part of FEMA Corps. What kind of impact did that situation have on you did it Did it affect your your thoughts of volunteering going forward?
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I never really. Uh, whenever we signed up for FEMA Corps, a lot of us thought we were going to be there at those disasters, just digging with our hands in all the muck and just picking up stuff. Uh, picking up debris and stuff. Uh, but we kind of got to see a different aspect of it, which was unexpected. And at first we were kind of disappointed, but it was cool, uh, to see everyone come together and to work on that. And, you know, the efforts that are done outside of just the, you know, cleaning up the disaster.
0: Right. Well, did that event then kind of help solidify your desire to continue in this type of volunteer work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was really cool. Uh, I, I would like to go, um, in another direction as far as, um, physically helping people, I guess. Um, I really like, uh, let's see, I had gone on a mission trip to Honduras when I was in, uh, college and we built houses for people and we fed people at the city dump. Um, and that's just kind of more my speed, something that I can just do. Um, but aid is needed on both sides. So.
0: Oh yeah, I can imagine. Well, I know that you kind of mentioned this in brief, but, uh, your long-term goals, you're still defining those. What are some of the things you'd really like to do, uh, in the future? Uh, you kind of touched on that there, but, Are there some other things you'd like to expand into?
1: Um, Well, I am actually headed to another AmeriCorps program um, at the end of next month. And I loved Washington state so much. I'm going to go back there for a year um, and work with Habitat for Humanity and build houses there for uh, families with limited means. Um, I'd like, i the, um, I, I just really like what Habitat does with the community and how it allows everyone to come together. Um, and just the equality that it all comes down to, uh, as we're all just hammering and whatever. Um, I, what I, the skill there that I, uh, I'm really excited about is just learning how to build stuff. Um, I, uh, I eventually want to build a tiny house, um, which, or, you know, learn more about sustainable living. Um, I'm also interested in living or working abroad. Um, my search for Peace Corps actually brought me into AmeriCorps. Um, so my AmeriCorps experience could help me get into Peace Corps. And so I don't know, I'm just still kind of searching for, uh, what else I want to do. I'm, wouldn't mind working for a nonprofit either. So there's a lot there.
0: Well, I, th- I think it's really, um, uh, uh, commendable, uh, for someone your age to be reaching out to help people, uh, in, in a variety of different ways. And I think that really just speaks volumes. And I think that also sets a good example for other people, uh, in your age group, uh, just reaching out, uh, trying to do, do more for people, uh, in the long run.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a great experience uh, to meet the people who are also pretty passionate about you know the same things that I am. So that's that's been really cool along the journey as well.
0: Wonderful. Well, Cassie, it, it's been so great having you on the show and telling us about all these uh, wonderful things that you're taking part in. Uh, I, I know that uh, sometimes uh, when you get older, you you think that maybe you could have gone backwards and done something else, but I'm glad to see you're really reaching out to do that. Thank you so much for being on the show this week.
1: Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. It's been great.
0: And we'll mention here that you're on Facebook and that people can find out more about AmeriCorps and FEMA Corps and, and other community service uh, things at nationalservice.gov. And folks, if you're enjoying Voices of Texas, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and subscribe and please leave me a review there also. Sign up for email updates, too, over at VoicesOfTexas.com. Now, one more thing before I wrap this up. Do you have an interesting story to tell? Do you know a Texan who makes a significant contribution to his or her community? Is there someone you feel is a motivator or an inspiring personality? Then please visit VoicesOfTexas.com, click on the Nominate link at the top menu. Your story can be heard in over 17 states and 28 countries by hundreds of people Every week. That's it for this week's episode. Until next time, have a great week, and I will be back with you for another interesting Texan on Voices of Texas.
1: Opinions of guests, co hosts, and others appearing on this podcast are not necessarily the views of its host, producer, or affiliates. No part of this podcast may be reproduced or retransmitted in any way over any medium without express written consent of the producer.